Hi, Chris Valentin here. Welcome to my podcast, where I hope to inspire you to transform the world within you and transform the world around you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hi, everyone. It's Allie Valentin here, and I'm here to let you know that the conversation you're about to listen to came from a live Q&A session on Chris's social media accounts. I hope you enjoy. Are live. We're live. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Yes. How are you? I've got the joy of the Lord, my You've sister. Got the, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. It's a good Tuesday. Yeah, it's a good, good Tuesday. Good, good. It's a oh, Ruby Tuesday. A Ruby Tuesday. That's, that's what the stone said. Oh, that's a restaurant also, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Oh, Rolling stones. Goodness. Look at all these people joining. I love being able to see. From everywhere. From everywhere. Happy Tuesday is right. Hi, guys. Are you ready to have some good chats today? Yeah, I'm ready. We're, we're going to talk about dreams we're or something, right? We're talking about dreams. You That's... guys sent in so many questions about dreams today. So it's going to be great. I love dreams. Are you a dreamer? Yeah, I love, uh-huh. I dream all the time. Day and night, night and day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a nightlife. I know. You ever wake up from a dream and it felt so real that you just oh, yeah. feel it? Like you're like, oh my gosh, All the it's, time. Like it's real. And you can't remember, like, was that a dream? Was that real life? This happens at least a couple times a month to me. I know. It's you just... wake up and it feels like so surreal. And you have to tell yourself, that didn't really happen. Sometimes they're bad dreams. Sometimes they're bad dreams and you really feel happen. yeah, you're like, oh, you need to shake it. <laughs> exactly. You got to shake it off. Uh-huh. Then some dreams you're like, you don't get to the ending of the dream, and so yeah. you want to go back, back to sleep, sleep to know exactly. what it ends like. <laughs> or to or to actually create an ending for the dream. Yeah, right? exactly. I'm going to create a new ending for this dream. That was didn't look like it was going in a good direction. Oh my gosh, exactly. 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 Well, I'm seeing all these people tune in from Florida, North Carolina, some good places over there. Yeah. On the East Coast, huh? Yeah, exactly. So good. Okay, you guys. Well, we're going to just jump into questions. And as usual, if you have questions while we're live, you can put them in the comment section and we'll do our best to we'll get to them. We'll ignore them. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll oh, try we'll to get to them. Oh, we'll ignore them today, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> we'll kidding. do our best to answer some of them. Exactly. Okay, first question. Are you ready for this? I don't know. How do you, oh, this is actually very I should have previewed the questions. This is a very, honestly, a lot of these questions, I have the same questions. <laughs> oh, so I, They're just so good. <laughs> okay, this person says, how do you know if, if or when a dream has expired that was from the Lord if it's been years past? Like, basically, can a dream expire, and how do you know if it has expired? Well, that's a hard, what's the next one? Okay, so, um... <laughs> I, no, I think that some, you know, prophetic words and dreams have expiration dates, and they expire because we didn't act on them, right? Mm. And, then, and then the other reason they expire is because we actually walk them out to, to their full conclusion. Yep. For example, when Elijah was told to go down to the brook Cherub, yep. and that the ravens would feed him there, and that he'd drink from the brook, Mm -hmm. That, you know, somewhere within that three and a half year period of, of drought, famine, that the brook dried up and the ravens stopped coming. Mm -hmm. So there was, you know, so he had a prophetic word, but that prophetic word had an expiration date yep. because it, it came to a conclusion. And then as soon as it comes to conclusion, he asked the Lord for a new word. And the word is go to the widow's house mm -hmm. and she'll provide for you there. So, and then interesting, he gets there and the woman has no food, so he realizes that the provision is in the word, not the widow. But the point 
the to to the point of the question is, you know, is is there times of expiration? Yeah, sometimes I think no, sometimes I know that I know that sometimes the prophetic words that we get are onto a conclusion. Yeah. Like the, the brook dries up. Yeah. And sometimes we don't obey. And then sometimes delayed obedience is disobedience. Yeah. And it's too late. It doesn't mean it's yeah. too late to, you know, walk with God or you're going to hell or something. But right. it means like, you know, you pass the you pass the, the time of, of inspiration and now you're in the time of expiration. And oh, it's interesting. Over. Yeah. You pass the time of inspiration and now you're in the time of expiration. Yeah. That's Expired. It's a good little saying. Mm -hmm. That's really good. You know, the, we're, we, we kind of live in this idea in 21st century, and I've been trying to write about it a little bit to salt it in, yeah. that we don't think there's any consequences for our disobedience. Yeah. So we kind of think, well, I, you know, I'll not do it. And I'll do it. I'll do it two years from now. I'll, I'll do what the Lord said. And I, I'm like, well, you don't get to determine your your season of inspiration like he does mm -hmm. so there is side you know there is a consequence for disobeying and, yeah. and again we're not talking about hell we're not talking about that but we are saying that you know jesus said if you love me you'll keep my commandments so it's important that we actually stay inside the season of inspiration and and work along the lord work with the lord when he's telling us to do something yeah you know, so good, so so good. I hope that didn't sound harsh because I don't feel harsh in my spirit. But well, uh, Kathy's always saying like your face just looks like you're being just mean. so intense. I know. No, it's so I true, don't though. think so. I don't know about that. I want to take a moment because I think maybe some of you are having trouble seeing the mm. screen over here on Facebook. Oh, that's why. Look at that. We look like a rainbow. It's a rainbow. It um, says reload. Let me see. Oh, if so they can hear us but not see us? Yeah, I guess so. Let me see if this fixes it. That didn't fix it. It's not fixing it. Um, it says, connect streaming devices. <laughs> Bear with us, you guys. I'm not sure. Can you guys For those of you that are on Instagram, it's not your issue. It's Facebook. Let's see. Yeah, it's not it's Instagram. Maybe those Facebook demons. Oh my gosh, can you all just pray that these go away now? <laughs> okay, well... Waiting for camera. Did we get a camera? I don't... I'm not sure what the problem is. I might just stop and restart this. Okay, for you guys that are on Facebook, you're about to start and restart. Stop and restart. <laughs> stop and restart. See? That's what's I happening. talked about expiration and boom, it was over. Let's see if it will even allow me. It's just completely frozen. We might be talking just to Instagram today. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I don't know what the problem is. It's acting real funny. Um, and I can't seem to exit out. Let's see. Maybe our wonderful tech host is going to help us fix this while we keep going. Oh. Oh, okay. So let's see. There we go. There we go. Look at that. We're back on. What'd you do? Look at this. Turned off. Like that. Okay. Shall we move on to the next question? I can multitask while you... Okay. Next while question. While you... Um, Sorry for the interruption. That was kind of like a commercial. That was a commercial break. And that's what we saw problems around here. Yeah. Okay. Next question for you. Do you think you should process dreams with people? What is the benefit? Like when you're thinking about... I'm thinking specifically maybe about night dreams. 
-hmm. Should you process them with the people? What's the benefit of getting people to interpret or help interpret your dreams? Well, I actually think there's a gift of dream interpretation, you know. Oh, interesting. Like, it's not one of the nine spiritual gifts that's listed in 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. But I'd like to point out that there are more spiritual gifts than the Bible even listed than those spiritual gifts that are there. You know, for instance, the first man ever filled with the Spirit, I think his name was like Bazel. His gift was, you know, he was an artist. So that's not listed in those gifts. But uh, And then we see Daniel had the gift of interpretation of dreams. Joseph also had the gift of interpretation of dreams. That's not listed in one of the nine spiritual gifts. Yeah. But so, um, so I do believe that there are people that actually possess the gift of interpreting dreams. Right. I think Ben Armstrong in our yes. our environment is kind of famous for, for the interpretation of dreams. dreams, and you know, and the the greatest uh, famous person in our environment in in you know in the world was John Paul Jackson, who has went home to be with the Lord some mm-hmm. years ago. But mm-hmm. he had uh, what they call dream teams, I think, or something like that. And uh, he was fantastic at interpreting dreams. He had the gift of interpretation yeah. of dreams. So I do believe that there are, you know, there's the wisdom of God that can help you interpret a dream. But I do mm-hmm. believe that there is a gift of interpretation of dreams. That's really cool. I mean, also, I mean, just thinking about Joseph, you think about how his dream, how it changed history, saved lives. Like, I, I mean, his <laughs> totally. the interpretation of a dream. Like, how is important that, how, is it? Yeah, it's so important and so so powerful and to think isn't it interesting that the lord might give you a dream and it's not for you to understand but for somebody else to bring clarity to like it almost even just shows like how we're how we're supposed to function even as a body Uh, that what you just said is super powerful because you know it's the glory of god the height of matter it's glory Mm -hmm. glory glory of kings Kings not a king kings kings to search to search it out Mm -hmm. so i think it is that you know the uh, in the in the abundance of counselors, there is victory. So I yeah. do believe that there is, you know, there is a there is so much benefit to a prophetic culture in which you have your dream interpreters, you have the people that move more profoundly in words of knowledge and gift of discerning spirits, and right. and then together, you know, it's a powerful body that each one has a place that does that you know kind of have a special specializes. I don't yeah. I don't like that word really, but. You know, but there is people that do that do have a special gift of interpreting dreams. Yeah, it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Really, really powerful. And what you said so powerful because the two, you know, two of the most wicked kingdoms, that you know, Pharaoh over Egypt. We always say, "Are you going back to Egypt?" Meaning, mm-hmm. like, back to your old nature. And and then Daniel in you know in Babylon, we got you know the we have Revel in the Book of Revelation. We have Babylon as the evil empire kind mm-hmm. of thing. And both of those were transformed by dream interpreters. Mm-hmm. So it is a big deal. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we take it seriously enough, to be honest. I don't think so. And I was, think, I was thinking about this this morning because I was thought that I totally understood my dream that I had the other night. And I was telling it to Elijah this morning. And he picked up another thing that I kind of brushed off. And I was like... Oh my gosh, that's so incredibly significant. Yeah. But I was totally looking at another part of the dream that I almost missed this other key thing. And he's like, what about that? Oh, it's like this thing. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, if I Elijah didn't share that has with him. A dream interpreting, a dream interpreting gift. Mm, I don't know. think he's used it a lot, but he's done that same thing for me. Mm. You know, when he'd be like, well, I think this means this. And I'm like, oh yeah, that. Mm, yeah it's beautiful when mm-hmm. you share it with each other yeah that's really good 
Okay, so next question is, somebody's asked, what do you do if you have a demonic dream? We kind of talked about this in the beginning, when you like wake up from a dream and it's icky, or maybe you even have like a, a demonic experience in your dream. I think that demonic dreams are, I think the reason why the Lord allows those is so that we'll know what the, the schemes of the devil are. Wow. Really and, you know, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And I think the Lord allows us to, to you know, it's a metaphor now, but yeah. to hear what the devil says in his bedroom with his demons. And we get to experience that. And then we're like, all right, the goal is to, to cut off cut off the, the intentions of evil yep. by not repeating the dream, but by, you know, uh, submitting that whole demonic plan to the Lord and seeing that thing dissolve and inspiring angel angel help too. Yeah. How would you encourage the person that has had feels like they have I mean I just am mm. asking this because I know you've had experience mm. where yeah. you really have quite troubled sleep where it really affects you even on a daily basis. How do you encourage that person to take authority in their dream life or their sleep life? I think you like got to build tortured? a fortification when it becomes too when it becomes consistent. Because then it, you become, instead of you being, uh, you know, a watchman on the wall, you become, uh, you know, uh, a victim of the invisible man. Yeah. And when you step over into that, where it's not like you're cutting off the plans of the enemy, but the plan of the enemies kind of destroy you mm -hmm. by this demonic uh, presence. I think you have to fortify your, your situation and your condition. Yeah. And you do that, you know, by many things, but... One of the things that, that I got in the habit of doing is just I read my Bible at night. So I, I'm going to bed laying a foundation for what what's going to happen in my unconscious state, so in my good. in my soul, my soul sleep state. Mm. And the second thing is, uh, you know, you might uh, even have worship music on at night because, mm. you know, Psalms, uh, yeah, one one thirty nine. Um, uh, I'm sorry, one forty nine says that. Uh, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. And oh, I'm sorry. I think that uh, Psalms 149 says, yeah, it, yeah, it says, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. And it talks about how worship becomes warfare. I believe yeah. probably got the the the, uh, the reference wrong because my brain is saying no, <laughs> no, been that's the wrong scripture. Bible verses all day. No, well, I've been teaching all day. So, but. You know, and I've memorized the whole Bible, so yeah, you know, you're pretty much sometimes solid. <laughs> don't come yeah, I've memorized the, the name Bible, 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 <laughs> Holy Bible. Yeah, theologian. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here it is. It says, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, let a high praises of God be in our mouth. That's what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Let a two-edged sword be in their hand yep. to execute vengeance on nation and punishment on peoples to bind their kings with fetters of iron. And nobles with fetters of iron, with yeah. chains, and nobles with fetters of iron, to execute judgment on them written. It's yeah. an honor for all the godly ones. So it begins with praise, is my point. Yeah. It's a verse I was looking for. I'll let the high praises of God be in our mouth. Yeah. So I think that it's it's good to, you know, worship before you sleep, go to sleep, and maybe put worship music on and let it play yeah. quietly in the background. I mean, these are all, you know, they're, they're, um, they're just ways to prepare your, uh, your hibernation. Like you're gonna hibernate for eight hours or six right. hours, I mean, your soul's gonna sleep. Right. But you need your spirit to be awake, right. and you need uh, you need the the angels of the Lord to be, um, you know, you, you, you employed. Right. You don't want them to be unemployed. So. 
You're yeah. deploying angels to to your night sleep, your nighttime. So good. Yeah. It's really beautiful. That's great. Perseverance is important is because you know, whenever there's a fruit of the spirit, like one of the fruits of the spirit is perseverance, Galatians five. Mm -hmm. So that means that it's the fruit of the capital S spirit, which means the devil doesn't have it. Mm. So, you know, sometimes you sometimes you find yourself doing this for several days before the enemy just gives up because yeah. he because he will give up. Yeah. He doesn't have the of uh, the fruit of perseverance. Yeah. So sometimes you have to just keep, you know, it's the, the, the judge and the widow. She keeps going back. So sometimes you can't, you can't beat the devil. Sometimes you can beat the devil by wearing him out. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Wearing is. him out. Stay, yeah. stay strong. Stay Persevere. Strong. There it is. It's so great. Okay. Um, I've heard you speak on this. This is okay. interesting too. Um, I have deja vu moments where I realize I where I realize I've dreamt it prior, often years before. Years before, is there mm -hmm. something to pay attention to? Well, I mean, I think deja vu is the fact. It, it, you know, it's the deja vu. So very simply, is I in a place or I'm having a circumstance or a situation, which I realized that I already had a dream about. Or I'll, I have, yeah. and I actually know what's going to happen next because it feels like it already happened. Uh -huh. And and first of all, deja vu teaches us something really simple, and that is that we live, we live, we like we live in heavenly places, and we live outside of time, yeah. and we live in time. Yeah. So I say deja vu is a is one of those time is one of those timeless experiences where we realize that we are actually living outside of time. Yeah. And, and we have this experience that's in time, but it happened outside of time, meaning that we were already there before we were there. Yeah, and so that's cool. not double-tongued. It's like we were already there before we were there. That's because we live in eternity, right. and we also live in time. We live in both yeah. things. So, um, and, and typically, deja vu happens by the fact that I have a dream about something. Sometimes I remember the dream, Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, like we use this example all the time. I'm in a store that I know well, and um, you know, I and I, I'm, I'm about to go around the corner, and I suddenly know that I know that I'm going to meet a man with a fishing hat on and a plaid shirt. How do I know that? Mm -hmm. And then I, do, and then I do, and I'm like, wait a second, and I know this man's going to say this thing to me, right? And he says the thing to me. That's deja vu, right? right. But what happened is I actually got there before I got there in that I probably visited that place in a dream because my my soul is asleep my body's asleep but my spirit is still awake, awake. uh-huh your spirit never sleeps yeah my spirit never sleeps so yeah. probably my spirit has already had it, this in the in the timeless zone because yeah. spirit realm sounds really strange and I don't understand completely how it happens but you know but the, my spirit already had this was there before my body and soul were there yeah. if I could say it Gosh, that sounds so weird, but it is the it is but, the dynamics of this of this realm we live in. Right, and I think most people have a moment like that and they don't know how to explain it. Like yeah. there's so I mean like for myself, I remember you teaching on this and going, Oh my gosh, like that makes so much sense to me because obviously God is outside of time. Yeah. And I share this my spirit is outside of time. Yes. Like a, your spirit, but not your soul and body. Exactly. So my, it's almost like my body catches up to my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> I don't know. That, that's well, not I, the I right think way that to explain, it, but it is hard to explain because we're we're talking about something that lies outside the laws of physics. Right. 
So it's the law of the kingdom of the spirit. Mm -hmm. So Romans talks, I think it's Romans 3 that talks about that the law of the spirit of life has set you free from the laws of sin and death. Right. So we're, we're, we're talking about the law of physics of a different kingdom mm -hmm. that isn't, that actually isn't regulated by time or space. Yeah. Which is kind of strange, you know? So yeah. it's hard to explain it with finance, with finite words. And to be honest, I don't completely understand it. <laughs> I just, ex sometimes you experience, you experience things you it. can't explain, right? Completely. Totally, totally. Yeah, but I, I do know that that's true. And I've had it happen to me, not many times, you know, not like 50, but probably like 10. Right. Just, mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Totally. That's really great. Okay, somebody's asking somewhat of a follow-up question when you're talking mm -hmm. about the expire, the inspire mm -hmm. versus the expire moment. They've asked, what can you do if you've been delayed in obedience? Well, I mean, sometimes you got to just let it go. Like, let's say the Lord says, if you do this, I'll do this. And this is a prophetic word with a condition, right? If you uh -huh. do this, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. or, it's, or in the dream, you get it. If you do this, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. But you don't do this. Mm -hmm. And you don't do it, and you don't do it, and you don't do it. Well, it can be a time when it's row, row, row your boat gently down the stream and that boat is gone. Mm -hmm. Like that boat went down the stream. And what you can do is not feel, not shame yourself for not obeying that word. Yeah. Let, let's say the Lord tells you, okay, I'll give you real practical. Let's say the Lord tells you that you're, you know, you're going to marry this guy and, or let's say you marry this guy and God's like, okay, if you do this and this, you're going to have a beautiful marriage, mm -hmm. but you don't do that. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe you do the opposite mm -hmm. and you lose your marriage and it's like, okay, now I'm like, okay, the Lord gave me a, a prophetic word and dream about this marriage being amazing. We're going to have ministry together. And now that guy has gotten married and he, he's, I mean, you've gotten divorced and that guy's married someone else. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, so if, if you think about it, the fact that the word expired, it releases you from the dread of, well, Oh my gosh, now, unless I figure out some way to get this guy back, mm -hmm. and you know, and we all know how complicated that can be, it's like, my life can't go on. And I'm like, okay. no, you disobeyed, you know, your marriage, you know, but he probably disobeyed too, so let's be clear. I'm just not, <laughs> there's no accusation, I'm just trying to make an illustration. Right, right. That is real illustration, like these things do happen. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's like, okay, my, I, have, I'm, I have a heart of repentance. I'm ready to, like, live in marriage. I'm ready to move in covenant. And so it's great. So it's like, you know, so now we're looking for a, a new word for the fact that I will love again. Yeah. It's really good. Also, this is making me think, too, because I'm like, that could feel so, oh, my gosh, I didn't obey, and then I lost my husband like that. I mean, that feels so heavy and so extreme. But yeah. also... Sorry, no, I could have thought of a better illustration. <laughs> but I think we experience that in a lot of different ways in yeah. life, where it feels like our world is over because this thing has passed, or we miss, we think we missed the opportunity, or we didn't step when we should have stepped, like all the things. Mm -hmm. And this is a, another thing you teach on, too, is like the Lord has many plans mm -hmm. for your life. Like... Yeah. He has good plans. Not That's not like a singular thing. Yeah, not he, one plan. Right, not one plan. He has a purpose for your life, but he has many plans to get you there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably a, a belief system that a lot of us can hold yeah, on to. Yeah, and, and I think it's, it's absolutely true. Where in, um, in Jeremiah 29, where it says, I know the plans I have for you. That word plan is actually not the Hebrew word plan. It's actually the Hebrew word purpose. Mm. And so it is true that the Lord has 
one plan for I mean one purpose for us, but he has many plans to get us there. Yeah. And I think that's good that you are bringing that up because some people, what I never want people to do is leave condemned. As long as you still have air to breathe, yeah, and you have a brain that can think and a mouth that can speak, mm. you can repent. So good. I can repent mm-hmm. and say, you know, I, I participated in in uh, you know in not being yeah in wrecking my marriage. I participated mm-hmm. in that. Maybe I'm two percent. You know, right, and right. she's ninety-eight percent, or he's ninety-eight percent. Mm-hmm. But I participated. My life is over. No, your life isn't over. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're you're going to love again. Mm-hmm. God has a beautiful redemptive plan, but you should learn from your mistakes. Yeah, and you know, disobedience is can be costly, and um, you know, and yeah, and there's always you know, every day is a new day, Jesus. So that's the good news. Yeah. That's the good news. <laughs> That's really good. His mercies are new every morning. It harsh when I say it out loud. I don't mean I mean, it that way, though. We don't have to sugarcoat everything, no, we right? Don't. Okay, last question of the day. Or chocolate, though. <laughs> chocolate, go. <laughs> Can daydreams be from God, or are they from God? Yeah, I mean, oftentimes. You know, I, I think the most profound, some of the most profound times I've ever had is in what I call the Twilight Zone. Yes, it's like you're I'm, not all the way asleep. Uh-huh. You're definitely not awake. Nope. You're just in that zone. You know what it is? It's like it's like it's when the spirit takes control of your mind, but your soul is still awake. Right. You're still like a somewhat alert. Yeah. Yeah. And then you you know, you can have the craziest thoughts. Craziest too. stuff. <laughs> like, I know. Like what inspired this? You feel like you're going nuts sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh but sometimes right in that twilight zone. Is when the Lord drops something powerful in you, mm-hmm. and you and because oh, you're it. still conscious, mm-hmm. you can remember it from your conscious mind and not just your subconscious mind, uh-huh. which is profound and powerful. Super clear. You know, yeah. the most profound one for me ever was I've shared it uh, recently somewhere, maybe on a line here, but I was coming home from Australia. You know that trip's a long trip, and I was on a plane, and I was right there. I was just like. Just about to fall asleep, but not asleep, still awake. And in that twilight zone, the Lord said to me, uh, I want you to be as wise as serpents and innocent of doves, as doves. Mm-hmm. You know the ways of doves, but, uh, but you don't know the ways of serpents. I want you to learn the ways of serpents so you can emulate their ways and undermine their purposes. Mm-hmm. That whole phrase is what? Maybe that's 40 seconds long. Mm-hmm. And it happened while I was in twilight. Exactly. That twilight piece. And you remember. And I, I didn't just remember, like it woke me, uh-huh. and I wrote it down because I would have never thought of that on my right. own. And and so yeah, and then daydreaming, you know, uh, you know the best one of the best daydreamers is Bill Johnson. He said he tells the story of being in high school and how often he would just be looking out the window, just thinking about something completely different, and his teachers would be like Johnson, you know, mm-hmm. and he was like, ah, I learned how to imagine with God by day by daydreaming. Yeah. Like I'm fully awake, but I'm I'm letting the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. just guide my mind into some mm-hmm. reality that isn't in the room with me, you know. Yeah. And I do I do believe that daydreaming is, you know, I think that's what probably Walt Disney was great at, and he called mm-hmm. he began to call it his Imagineers. Yes. You know they 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 um, they were their his teams he called Imagineers, and they they sort of daydreamed together as proactively. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That was short, huh? We always feel that way, don't we? I know. 
Oh man, well one time maybe we'll just go for the whole hour. I'll just see well, who sticks around for the good stuff. There'll be like just three uh, three people left on the <laughs> Like, you guys are the real winners. I know. People don't have a very you know long attention, attention span online. Totally. And I'm like that, too. I'm watched up for three minutes. Away. All right, I got the idea. Okay, I'll move on to the next know. thing. I'm with you. We're going to pray, right? Let's pray for these people. Okay. Uh, Lord, we, just, we pray that we would mm -hmm. have a whole bunch of Holy Spirit Imagineers. Yes. That we would raise up dreamers like mm -hmm. the you know the Joseph Daniel dreamers, mm -hmm. Lord. We pray for uh, you said uh, in Acts two that in the last days dreams and visions and prophecy would yeah. be the major communication of the Spirit, yeah. and so we pray for the dream life of your believers to increase dramatically, yeah. and we pray for thousands of people on this call on this podcast, webcast, yeah. whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, to, um, to actually be given the gift of interpreting of dreams and yes, visions. Yes. And we bless your people and we thank you, Lord, that you are such a great inspiration for us. Mm -hmm. And we, we bless the, uh, the nightlife of all these folks too, in Jesus' yeah. name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We are going to see you next week. Next week. When is the prophetic conference? That's oh, coming out too. Yes, in February 15th through the 17th. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be good. We hope to see you there. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. To stay connected, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter at chrisvalentin.com forward slash subscribe. God bless you.